Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Mark Salem, and for the next couple of hours, you're stuck with me. And if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And let me tell you real quick what the rules are. The rules are is you can call us, 602-508-0960, tell us what kind of car you have, and then give us the symptoms, and we're going to talk about that. What what we don't want to do is start the conversation off with you telling us about how many parts you replaced, because the only conclusion we can draw is is that none of those parts fix the car. Sitting with me is Kurt from Kurt's Auto Repair, and is this Eric or Jeff? That's that's, that's Eric. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look alike. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tease him, and Renee goes, do you really not know the difference? And I said, there's times that I, my hard drive just doesn't have that on there. <laughs> so I'm looking at Jeff and calling him Eric and looking at Eric and calling Jeff. Nevertheless, so there's three brains here. You're a master tech. Yes, sir. Kurt, you're a master tech. Yes, sir. And neither one of you is retired yet, are you? No. Did, did you? I already took the emeritus because you don't have to take the test anymore. Uh, I can't do that with Jeff and Eric around. I got to yeah. take it just to prove it. Oh no, no! Emeritus status means retired. That no one can take away your certification. I know, but they don't believe you know anything if you retire. Well, then I, I would assign them some oil changes <laughs> until they <laughs> until they rearrange their head. Yeah, I need to change their thinking. Don't yeah. I? That's, yeah, that's real simple. Yeah, yeah. Put them on an hourly. I think minimum wage would yeah. be appropriate. <laughs> Stuff that like high. That. What do you think? <laughs> Huh? I can't hear you. Huh? Yeah, you may be doing a show by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did call these two guys in because I ne- I needed some help. Well, I don't really need help. I had to be here anyway. Yeah. So I thought I'll just stay for the show and then head north after the show. Then I thought, why fly by myself? Yeah. So I thought I'll call you guys and see if you want to be my wingman, and yeah. then we can take care of that. All right, we got Larry on the line, but before we do that, let's talk about automatic transmission exchange. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. Phil and his staff, they've been around the block. You're going to find lots of gray hair there. They don't care if you've got a first-time Buick Automatic Transmission or if you've got some kind of a funky one that came with a car that none of us have heard about. They know how to diagnose it. They know how to fix it. The only problem is on some of the older cars is finding parts. But no matter what, from the old ones to the electronic new ones that shift all by themselves based on your throttle and all other kinds of information, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, if you're in Phoenix, they're a good place to go. All righty, let's go to Larry. Larry, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. I talked to you last week. I have a 98 Subaru Outback, and I noticed vibration after I took it in for to have the tires rotated okay. immediately. And uh, I took it back, and they rechecked it. Um, they couldn't find anything. Um, they looked for bent wheels, flat spots, uh, etc. I took it to my mechanic, and he said I needed a new transfer case. You suggested last week I take it to one of your recommended mechanics, which I did. Driving over there... It didn't vibrate, and it was going. It was going left to right. The vibration, okay. the steering wheel would shake. 
and the mechanic uh, that you recommended, it wasn't vibrating for him either. Um, you know, they drove it on surface streets, they took it on the freeway, etc. They did put it up on the hoist, and they said they noticed some play in the transaxle, and that possibly the bearings, you know, they were bad in that. Uh, I left it with them because uh, they wanted to drive it even more since they couldn't reduplicate. Um, so I, I guess I'm lost. Uh, they, and he said, well, we, they could rebuild the transaxle. They wouldn't do the work, but they would send it out, rebuild the transaxle, and if you're at it, rebuild the transmission too. Okay, Eric, what do you think? He was describing a, a tire separation with a shimmy on the steering wheel left or right. Or any kind of play in the yeah. steering. Any kind of play on the steering. The fact that it went away just means it straightened out or whatever, but I I doubt you're going to find it in the transaxle. It just doesn't sound right. Kurt? I don't think it's going to. It sounds like tire-related issue, and we've had some issues on my truck where uh, me and Eric running up and down the freeway, and he'd say, see, when we go around a corner and your tires turn at a different rate, now we get a harmonic, and then when we go around another corner, the harmonic disappears. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of. I think some of them transfer cases have a viscous coupler or some kind in them, but uh, if it ain't that, it, but the steering wheel shaking side to side. How's a transfer I, I, yeah, case going to do that? No, that, that don't ring true on okay. a shaking steering wheel to me. No, there's nothing about a shaking steering wheel. Bind, I don't care if it's going left to center or right to center or if it's going left to right. A binding a binding axle shaft okay. could could affect the steering a little bit. wouldn't go away. No, no. it wouldn't go away. Yeah. So uh, the going away, I, I'm still going yeah. with tires. Well, Larry, you can do whatever you want to do, but um, I think the consensus here is you just wait till it gets worse and yeah. easier to find. So I, none of us, um, uh, of course, it, admittedly, none of us have seen the car. No. no. And so it, we haven't seen it. We got, But obviously, the vibration's gone, so they're in the same boat we are. If they can't experience the vibration, then neither can we. Yeah. But, um, Larry, we just think that you ought to... to, to Pull back the reins and uh, and go get drunk or something like that. Um, but anyway, you know, spend a couple of bucks and just drink your sorrows away. And I'm just kidding, folks. I'm just kidding. But uh, no, don't do anything. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a good diagnosis. No, I, I, I don't think that that the symptoms match the diagnosis. And I think maybe um, that that the first guy that diagnoses the transfer case kind of tainted the whole thing. Now, Larry, you should not have told the second shop that it had been diagnosed by anybody. You always let everybody stand on their own because most of us aren't going to fix your car based on what the last station or the station before that or the station before that did it. So everybody needs to diagnose it themselves because then Larry's going to say, is this a guess or a fix? Yep. And so if you say it's guess, then then Larry says, well, who money, whose money are we guessing <laughs> <Yeah>. with? <laughs> and, well, and, and I did ask him that question because you told me that last week. And he said, well, I, I can't guarantee that this is going to fix it because I can't duplicate what it was doing for you. And I would have said the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, first yeah. of all, I'm not going to fix it based on I'm, – I mean, I'm flat not going to fix it based on anybody else. But the fact that you right. said it's gone, we're done. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And it could have been, he could have, somebody could have drove that through a big piece of tar and had this tar hang onto the tire and throw the tire out of balance. But I think you're right. I think we got a tread separation where we got the air out between I, the plies and the tread. Yeah. And that's what I think so, we got. So I, I've taken it back four times to, the, to where I bought the tire. It's a relatively new 
17,000 miles on them, and they're excellent tire, Michelin defenders. They did, they did tire inspection. Uh, they did what, it, what they call computer ride matching to see if there was vibe. Uh, and I don't Have know you ever what heard of computer vibe ride matching? Unless they call, unless that's their fancy word for road force uh, balancing. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm with Larry. We can beat this dog until it howls. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. and the fact of the matter is, is you can take it back to that tire place 14 more times. No yeah. one knows whose fault it is until it raises its ugly head and somebody fixes it. You know what else he could do, Mark? No. He could go back and re- rotate the tires front to back, drive it for a week, and if the shaking don't ever come back or if he feels it in his seat, then he knows it's tires. A- a- and you're right, but what we're doing is we're setting him up to go fight with the tire yeah. store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's going to be an ugly situation, so we don't do that. Oh, but I'm don't, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't say, well, this is it. I say that it's the same thing I just said. No one knows whose fault it is until yeah. we fix it. Yeah. yeah. And then and then after that we'll do it. But yeah. it just, isn't their fault until we know what it is. Yeah. And we just need to wait for it to get worse and right. somebody can find it. All right, well good luck to you, Larry. Thank you very much. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. And we got another caller. <laughs> Who would that be? That would be Steve. Steve, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. And I want to say I've had very good luck at Kurtz, so thank you. Oh, gosh. Who are you related to down yeah. there? You talk, no, I need the address where I need to send that check to, Steve. That's right. Uh, and, I'm just teasing your, you. Your wife gave me a Kurtz T-shirt. I wear it all the time. So thank you. You know, I, I, what I would do is, is I, I would wear it when I drive, and then if I make another driver mad, I'd just pull that T-shirt out and hold it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mark would do that. Yeah, and, and I'll say, you don't know where I I work, and I'd stand there in front of him. But anyway, go ahead, Steve. Thank you for the compliment on behalf of Kurtz. Sure. I have a 2007 Lexus RX 350, and when it first starts up and I drive slowly and turn, there's kind of a grinding sound, but then it goes away after a few minutes, and I can't repeat it after I've been driving for a little bit. All right, young buck. (laughs) All right, young buck. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, those, if my memory serves me right, have a divorced reservoir. And if we get some air in the suction tube between the reservoir and the pump, it cavitates it for the first few minutes, and then it clears the air out. And that would make the most sense to me. Okay. Now, if that's the case, let me guess now, um, because I'm not aware of what you said. If he started it up and he didn't move it, and he brought the idle up and (laughs) went lock to lock, all the way to the left, lock, all the way to the right, lock. Would that make that turn noise go away? It should. Then he should be able to drive away in it. It okay. wouldn't be there. All right. Kurt, you got anything? No, I'm with him. Okay. <laughs> and I'm with him, too. <laughs> but here's what I think. I think what he should do is drag his brakes during that first right turn. Because if we've got rust on the rotors or if we've got any contamination or if we've yeah. got chatter from the pads, if he lightly drags his brakes through that first right turn and not sit there and rev it up and yeah. and warm up the power steering, but drag his brakes, I think he'll figure out real quick whether it's power steering and if it's brakes. Now, if it's brakes and that's the only time it makes the dip, the noise, then I say keep driving. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because we're going through the change of seasons. Yeah, it's cold now. And if it's a power steering problem, you would say? Come and see me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but if it's only happening once, what's the chances of him breaking down and needing a tow truck for that particular nah, it's, problem? It's not going to happen. Okay, and see, that's my that's my line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and besides that, you can say that. You can say, listen, I know Larry's got this vibration. Uh, but you know, I I don't know the last time a vibration unless the tire blew up. Yeah, you know yeah. it's so that the, the, you know you can kill drive it and have your wife drive it. Maybe not your ex-wife, but your wife or your girlfriend, and you just keep driving it because it's not likely to need a tow truck. Yeah, and so that's kind of the the line. But anyway, Steve, thank you very much for your comments. And Eric's I'm willing to diagnose that for you for free, <laughs> and um, and he'll flush your power steering for free, and he'll check all your brakes for free. And so just remember that. Okay, well, we'll have. To to give him Eric's address because he's not doing it at the shop. <laughs> All right, thank you. All righty, Steve. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back right after this. The Seth Leapson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. <laughs> you. I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. If you think of your home as just a roof over your head, the place where you store your possessions and sleep, you're missing out on your home's investment potential. Put your home's equity to work for you with a cash-out refinance. Pay off your high-rate credit cards. Make a dent in your medical bills. Do some remodeling and repairs. Or pay your back taxes. Call Steve Oswald from Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name. To see if a cash-out refinance makes sense for you, 602-266-5665. With over 20 years' experience and extensive market knowledge, Steve can guide you through the complicated mortgage loan process and simplify the many product options. To learn more about how a cash-out refinance can put money in your pocket, call Steve Oswald from Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name, 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal housing lender, MLO. 182922 NMLS 1071 AZBK 091184 Introducing the YMCA. What? You already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. 
We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Twenty-one minutes after the hour of ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here with me is Kurt. Kurt Rock from Kurt's Auto, I seventeen in uh, Bell. And the address is kind of cool. I noticed that the other day. That's that's one I can remember, Mark. Okay. Two 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 two. Okay. Yeah. West Bell. <laughs> yeah. Two 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 West Bell. Yeah. Three four twos. Four, four twos. twos. Four twos. Okay. And sitting next to me is Eric. We don't know where it came from. We don't know who his parents are. <laughs> something about a turnip plant or a, something. A turnip, yeah, yeah. A turnip plant or something <laughs> like that. But he is a good technician. I, I, I want to tell you, I, I, I'm envious of his skills. So let's let's do this. Ladies first, and then i got to do a spot. Anne, you're up first. How can we help you? Hi. Um, so I drive a 2001 Toyota 4Runner. And... Hard to for me to explain, except for that it just doesn't feel right. So it feels like it's kind of pulling in the back of the car, like it's just working a little bit extra harder. Like when I even when I accelerate it, it's just like it's dragging, but it doesn't feel like it's the accelerator. Okay, so you're you're I, fa- I, I hold guess- on, hold on, hold on. You're fading in and out on us. Um, if you're oh. on like Bluetooth, could you get off that, please? Okay, or just speak up because we're just kind of losing you. But we know you got a forerunner. Yeah, and she's it's, okay. It's oh, perfect. Like it's, that's perfect. Yes, go right ahead. Yes, ma'am. Okay, it's it's a two thousand one forerunner. Okay, and I, you know, original owner. So I've got two hundred and forty six thousand miles on it. Okay, and I'm thinking that I need to get it. It feels like something's going on in the rear. I mean, it's still running, but it just feels like it's it's working extra hard, and okay. it kind of feels like it might be in the rear. But I just wanted I wanted to take it somewhere to get it checked out, and I just didn't have any idea where to take it, which would be reliable. And we're in the forty or Tatum and Union Hills area. Okay. Well, one of the things that I would do is is get on a residential street on Sunday morning. And go along at 25 miles an hour, take your foot off the gas and throw it in neutral, and let's make sure it coasts quite a while. Yeah. That would okay. kind of eliminate brakes hanging up, yeah. differentials, any kind of a resistance based on the car. Yeah. Um, if you want somebody to drive it up where you're at, Tatum and what? Union Hills. Okay. I would go to 40th and Greenway. And there's a, uh, on the northwest corner there, behind the Circle K, there's a shop called Blackwell's. And um, I'm pretty sure he would drive it with you. Avoid Monday mornings and Friday afternoons. But 
just take them for a ride. Now, you need to demonstrate what you're talking about. Then you're going to switch places. So he'll okay. want to drive, but he wants to watch you first. And, okay. And that's it. Your Toyota, as long as you don't overheat it or run it low on oil, should go a lot more miles. Yeah. So you should be okay. okay. All righty. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You betcha. David, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi. Hey, I've got a noise. Sorry. That's okay. I've got a uh, friend that we're trying to help out. Um, they just uh, have a lot of problems, health problems and things like that. But they have a Nissan Versa with the constant velocity transmission or whatever it is. Yeah. Tra- transmission problems. The dealer said it'd be $4,000 to replace it, and they have not quite that many resources. So okay. we're looking for advice. There is, there's nothing. Unfortunately, there's yeah. nothing on that. See, here's the problem. The CVT is one of the biggest pieces of dog excrement there is. <laughs> it's all about fuel economy, and it's all about smooth, that doesn't have a shift. Yeah. So it's all about this and all about that. But here's the problem. Nobody rebuilds them, right? No. no. Nobody right. likes them. No. no. And nobody wants to deal with them, and there's no way we're going to install a used one. No. No. So we're stuck with the dealer, and we're stuck with just them. So all of us do the same thing. We call all the dealers and see who's going to give us the best deal yeah. so that we can sell our customers the best deal. And then by the time you do an R&R, remove yeah. and reinstall, and you do all the fluid and all that kind of stuff, $4,000 just isn't that bad. No. I don't think you have any choices. I I wish you would have left the CVT out of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and, and stuff like that. But um, uh, how, many, how many people are participating, do you think, in this? Um, as far as neighbors and things like that? You mean? Well, just people who, who are, are going to talk with their pocketbook as opposed to their mouth. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's, I, you know, I, I ask that question because all of us have these kinds of situations that face us. And there are times that we raise our hand and say, we'll, we'll be one of those or we'll be half of that or whatever. Typically, the customers that have been in business a very yeah. long time, and typically it's one of those stories that makes you want to cry. But one of the things that somebody told me the other day is, is that he asks them, where's the family? Yeah, and yeah. sometimes there is no family. Sometimes we got mom, and pa, kettle, and the kids are clear across the United States or something like yeah. that, and it's not it's right. not possible. But um, y- do you have a garage you deal with? Yes. Okay. Um, and you know, and I I called him, and he said, "Well, I'll check, you know, see what I can find as far as the price." Like you say, prices from yeah. Places where he could get the transmission to replace it because he okay. said the same thing. All right, well, I'd break it down this way. I, I would get my estimate and tell him you're doing something nice for Mon Pa Kettle. Tell them they have no, they don't have the funds for this, and so you're going to pony up yeah. X amount of dollars, and you try to get whoever else in the neighborhood can pony up, and then you go to the shop and say, you know, we've we've come up with three thousand or twenty five hundred, and if you can if you'll help us there, then that's fine. Right, right. But okay. but you better have a, quite a few work orders at the shop because we're not going to do oh. that for somebody that's just been in a, for one oil change in in 1917. Yeah. So right. uh, and then you could say, um, would you would you we're all willing to make a payment, and could you just stretch out 
you know, something else. And maybe the shop will say, well, I'll knock $500 off. It will be 35 You guys come in with 25 And so I'm going to give your group a payment plan of, you know, $100 a month for the next 12 months. I can't speak for all the shops, but I know that all of us are faced with that, and we're right around the corner from Christmas, yeah. and uh, we just got through Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, uh, it somebody's got to take the lead and go out, and maybe they had their car worked on someplace that they have a relationship with and that you might be able to, to talk with that repair shop or a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, That's where, okay. Well, I appreciate it, Mark. Okay. I uh, kind of told them the same thing, so we'll work to that end. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thank you very much, David. 602-508-0960. We're not going to be able to get you now, but in the next uh, five minutes, we'll get you. 602-508-0960. And I want to tell you about Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Been a trusted name for automotive repair in the Phoenix area since 1967. He's a good guy. He's really a good diagnostician. He does everything from electrical work to oil changes, failed emissions, and the big stuff, engines, transmissions, differentials. Bob's been around the block a couple of times, and he's probably been around the block as many times as I have, but he's probably not been in all the trouble that I have. But him and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto, and if you're in the 38th Avenue and Indian School area, then I would strongly suggest you stop by there. Now, if you're one of those persons that's taking your car to everybody in town and nobody can fix it, he'd be a good guy as well to look at it, and oftentimes he'll raise his hand for those kinds of things. So sometimes all of us like to be a hero, but uh, sometimes we got too many cars in there at the time that we need to be a hero, and uh, we just won't take another one. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. On behalf of Kerf, Kerf, Kurt, and Jeff, and Mark, I'll be right back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. This Veterans Day, do more than just celebrate a day in honor of veterans. 
Take action. November 10th at the Four Points by Sheridan Phoenix South Mountain. 960 The Patriot and Wings for Warriors present the third annual Wings for Warriors Night of Honor and Giving Gala. Enjoy dinner, music, and guest speaker. A live and silent auction, all in support of veterans and our military families for their sacrifices. Wings for Warriors is a national 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of combat wounded military service members returning home from Iraq and Afghanistan. Give back to the ones that gave all. November 10th at the Four Points by Sheridan Phoenix South Mountain. Find more event information and purchase your tickets to this special Veterans Day Gala. Go to 960thepatriot.com. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile in the middle monster with the polyglass wheels in result of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, now I've got a car that's Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. you have a car question? Did you guys hear he said, I had a friend? Yeah. And <laughs> and what's the first thing that comes to your mind? As as somebody who, how many years you got? In the, we got 100 years between yeah, the yeah, three of us. Yeah, we got over 100. So it's just kind of like, well, my friend. Yeah. Many times don't we think he's talking about himself, but he doesn't want to talk about himself. <laughs> now, this one, I believe him. Yeah. But, yeah. but when it's, well, I have a friend that's got this problem with this car and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then you go, okay, well, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little too much detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. A little too much detail. All right. Speaking of detail, S&S Tires is on the west side. They're on Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a really good comprehensive line of tires, many different brands in the same size. So you can pull in and say, take a look at my tire and give me good, better, best tire out the door prices based on your huge selections of tires. 
now from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. So we're covering motorhomes and small cars and big cars and SUVs and all that kind of stuff. They're going to balance your tires. They do alignments and suspension work. They do oil changes, and they do a lot of other stuff. So if you're looking for new tires on anything you own and you're on the west side, S&S Tires is a great place to go. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. guy goes into one of my shops, and he says that the engine's knocking, and it's a Chevy pickup with uh, a 454 uh, flag on it. Um, what what was that? SS 454 yeah, flags yeah. on it, uh, which is the little side uh, emblems yeah. that suggest that it's an SS truck with a 454. And it isn't. It's a small block Chevy. So um, he comes in and he says, you know, I know it needs a motor, and my wife's really mad at me, and, uh, you know, I'm, I know it's going to be $15,000, but, you know, would you just take a look at it? And this was over the phone. So we said, come on yeah. down. So we get our most senior tech, um, and we say, hey, Eddie, you know, go take a ride with them. So I'll tell you from the customer's perspective, they come back, and the customer goes into the lobby and sits down. We've already got a work order on it. And the service rider went up and says, you know, what? what's the outcome? And he goes, he knew what was the matter with it before we had gone a mile. And the service rider said, so where are we at? He says, he told me about $150. And I said, he's going to put a motor in it for $150? <laughs> I'm getting a little worried here. <laughs> uh, I hope it's the blower motor, <laughs> you know, not the engine. Yeah. So um, here's the work order. It says, uh, we inspected the vehicle and we tightened up all the header bolts. Uh-huh. So it's got the back four on one side that are real loose. So he tightens those up. Then he finds a collector, which has three bolts, only has two bolts. Uh-huh. So he puts a third bolt in. And through the grace of God, none of the gaskets had been burnt okay. because yeah. of, of yeah. the thing. Um, so he completed that repair, and that fixed the engine knock. And so then we went in and checked the checked the vehicle. We inspected the vehicle, found the tam- the timing wasn't even close. So we adjusted the 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 timing for <laughs> maximum power. <laughs> mm. Now, I'm not going to tell him how we do that, but we do do that. Yeah, we do do that. Yes. 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 Okay. So it's not something we want to tell people how to do it, but it is very simple. Yes. And and typically it's an inexpensive thing that shouldn't take you longer than half an hour? About yeah, a half yeah, max. Yeah. Ma- max. Don't say max, just a half an hour. <laughs> you know. <laughs> because somebody might have a distributor that takes a special wrench and we're gonna be forty five minutes trying to loosen the distributor yeah. and tighten it back down. Yeah. If it's back east and it's full of rust. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so forget his max, folks. We're talking yeah. about a half an hour. And and, and so at hundred and ten dollars an hour you're talking fifty five bucks, okay? Yeah. So um, we inspected it, and we adjusted it, and it really runs much better. We completed the surface service. And so we said to him, you go ahead and drive it. And if you like it, come back and pay us. It was $152.79. And if, and if you're not happy with it, then don't come back at all. Yeah. Just, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty convinced that we got it. So he comes back. He's got a smile that looks like the grill on a 56 Cadillac. Yeah. And he's just so excited. And, and you know what he was most excited about? He ha- he got to go home and tell the wife that he doesn't really have to spend fifteen thousand miles. <laughs> he gets to keep the truck. <laughs> he gets to keep the truck. So the, we see those a lot. You see them yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know they come in and they tell you I need a motor, or they yeah. come in and tell you I need a transmission, and then you find out that you know it's not that at all. Yeah. I I just 
it just works so much better if they'll just tell us the symptoms or show us the symptoms. Yeah. You yeah. know, come out. I had a guy on a Toyota the other day that called me, and he said, intermittently it blows cold, and intermittently it doesn't, and I want somebody to 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 add, um, I think, six thousandths, uh, bring the clutch in six thousandths. Hmm. And usually we would stack some washers behind yeah. the hub or something. Yeah. But I said, well, why do you think that's it? And he says, well, I think the clutch isn't engaging. And I said, well, that's easy enough to tell. Yeah, I said, it's probably a low-pressure switch or a high-pressure switch. It might be a little low on free. And I, I said, I, I don't understand why this is a problem, but take it to your shop. And, and But I don't think adjusting the clutch on your air conditioning compressor is going to do anything for you because I've never done that before in 39 years. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you want, bring it over, and I'll tack weld the clutch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it, Run a screw in it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'll make it work all the time for yeah. you. So he comes back, and I also said, <clears throat> um, it makes a difference if it's blowing cold air or not blowing at all because we got a fan resistor and we got a high, high, yeah. a high speed on yeah. the fan, so we got some other stuff. So when he says it doesn't blow cold, does it still blow? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he said he got a new relay and stuff like that. And then he writes back and he says, um, you know, I'm just, I just don't want to buy a whole new air conditioning unit, and I just don't want to go through that, and I'm scared that wherever I take it, that it's going to need a whole new air conditioning unit. So now that I've told you the story as best as I can remember on email, tell me what you're thinking real quick. Well, it's a, yeah, I'm thinking switch, switches as possible, uh, as long as it was still blowing, and that was... I mean, a, yeah, it, when you said it's blowing cold, that's... Not even really low on Freon, probably. It's it's a, it's an electronic signal, most likely. Exactly. Yeah. I, I said to him, we can't jump from uh, just because either it quits blowing right. or it starts blowing warm. We yeah. can't. But the f- the most important part of that story is it blows cold. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to really, I want to take it someplace because... Why? Because just tell them what you told me. Yeah. Just to intermittently, it doesn't blow cold, but the blower blow, blow, blows, and intermittently it blows cold. And so I I don't think that's going to be really tough to figure that out. No. Unless it's a Cressida. Remember the Cressida? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the Cressida? Toyota. Toyota. Wasn't that the one that had the RPM signal on the AC clutch? I want to tell you something. That's the biggest piece of horse manure <laughs> I've ever worked. I, if if a person brought a Cressida into me, I would close the front doors. <laughs> I remember with those, you don't even remember because nope. you weren't old don't. enough, but yeah. that was the, I mean to tell you, it just ate your lunch. Yeah, and it was a, it was a forerunner when Toyota was just starting to get into all of the expensive luxury sedans. And not only that is, is they were the first ones to, like you said, an RPM signal on the cl- clutch, compressor clutch. Th- do we see one of those now? I mean, this was all new stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and back then, during the 80s and 90s, yeah, they were... Oh, my God, was that car. Uh, I just, my heart would fall, and I would get sick, and I would tell them that everybody here at the shop has rabies, and and you don't want your car here, and stuff like that. Hey, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. 
Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Well, 45 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, we've got time if you'd like to call in and have a car problem. You're more than welcome, 602-508-0960. If you want to chastise Kurt for uh, be- degrading the Crescent and you had one that actually worked, then you're welcome to call us. <laughs> you know, Mark, I know where everybody's at. You do? It's NASCAR weekend. Oh, that's true. That's true. But there's some people at home, and you know what? We'll, ladies, that's the easiest one to just kind of work yeah. with. You know what I mean? They well, don't start off with telling you how much yeah, hair they have yeah. on their chest. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll actually tell you the symptoms. Well, speaking of the ladies, yes, we got this. We had this Camaro come in. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And uh, she's had the car for about a year, year and a half, and she says, "I had a friend riding with me, and there's this weird noise that I guess I never paid attention to. Can you figure it out?" So I took it out and drive it, and I'm like. Driving just exactly like I would think it should drive. So I said, Why don't you come on over and go for a ride with me? So she takes off, starts driving, drives like you know, expect normal lady, nothing aggressive, nothing, you know, so. Not like my wife. No, no. <laughs> Burning rubber, <laughs> yeah. going around corners, three G's and stuff. Okay. So we're driving and she goes, Oh, right there. I was like, Oh, that's normal. I was like, What? She's like, That's supposed to do that? I said, You've got a Camaro. That you bought, and I don't know, you had the exhaust done or whatever, but you hear the exhaust a little more. And this has got that cylinder deactivation. So when you go from an eight-cylinder to a four-cylinder, that exhaust tone changes. Mm -hmm. For some reason, she never heard it for a year until a friend mentioned it. But it's just one of those weird things that's like, okay, we can go for a ride and let's figure out what happened. And 
And it, what's your totally normal that she didn't she didn't experience until somebody said that doesn't sound normal. Unless of course her boyfriend was lying and said that the exhaust has been on a long time and he just <laughs> put it on a month ago. Because you're absolutely right. We have a two thousand ten Camaro, we put that blower on it. Yeah. And we put aftermarket exhaust yeah. in it, and that cylinder selects. Just crazy. <laughs> so you disabled it, right? I did. I know you would. And yeah. you know, it's a fuel economy thing. Yeah. And folks, what it is, is you drive your big blazer and your big suburban down the road, and if it doesn't, if the computer decides that I'm going to shut off four cylinders. And I'm going to turn you into a four-cylinder or a six-cylinder or leave you as an eight-cylinder. Yeah. And so, and then it changes, the, especially with aftermarket exhaust. There's a noise change, yeah. a, a vibration, a harmonic changes. And it's really an uncomfortable thing because, you know, think, oh, well, I got a tire going flat yeah. and all that other kind of stuff. So cylinder select now. Had a cylinder select in the other day, and the gasket was bad. And, of course, it's just going to use oil pressure to disable engine yeah. or the valves. Here's what bugs me about that, and this is a General Motors. We're going to shut off the valves to the cylinder. Yep. We're turning that piston into a compressor because the valves are never opening. Yep. Yeah. Well, they, they do it as they time it. They actually time it where it's a, a half charge. Okay. And so they actually shut the intake and exhaust off when it's under a... Like half charge, not all the way up or not all the way down. Okay. And so it's less resistance both up and down. So we're not, we're, there's no time we're, we're building compression because both valves are shut. Because yep. if it's a half charge at the middle, we're still going up. You still build a little bit, but you also create a little bit of a vacuum when it goes down. So it has a pool of vacuum okay. too. So that's the, that's the way they figured it would best reduce because it also keeps it from sucking oil in because if you get your oil on your rings and you, yeah. You, you do it when it's completely shut, then yeah. you create a massive vacuum, you suck oil in. So they needed a little bit of a pressure to keep oil out of it, but they also didn't want too much pressure to resist going up and down. Okay, uh, Mr. Smarty Pants. Boy, Mark, <laughs> me and you are still thinking of the 468 Oldsmobiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants. So a guy comes in with the General Motors, I think it's the 6 liter with cylinder selector. You can call the, it whatever you want. All the V8s now have it. Okay. And... Um, it has 30 pounds of oil pressure, but we've got a problem. Uh -huh. So we pull off the valve covers and we replace it. And we can see the valve covers where the problem lies. And we're going to replace because it comes with the solenoids anyway. So we put it back in and the oil pressure drops to 8 pounds. Why did you pinch a seal? Do you, you think it's on the top? <laughs> we, we did the top twice more. <laughs> and then fix it. We created a problem. Or at least I think we did. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think? I think you activated the system, probably. Okay. But in reality, watch, when we watch it with a scanner, we're, we're, we're seeing normal cylinder select and yeah. V8 time and throttle up hard, and you got all yeah. eight cylinders and everything. So, Well, when fixing the system, you probably had 30 before with the system not operating, and then you dropped eight with the system operating, which, which means you were masking a problem before with a system inoperable. How do you explain that to the customer? You came in with 30 pounds of oil pressure, and I'm sending out the door with eight. You just That's tell not them. my job. That's Jeff's job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You just tell them that Eddie made boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we, we get everybody together, uh -huh. and um, and somebody says, well, this has got an O-ring problem down to, at the oil pump. Yeah. So now, Mr. Smarty Pants, how do you diagnose that? Usually we overfill them. And then pick up the front end or the back end, depending upon where the oil pump is, so you can... He's really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you need to go ask him some questions about the 468 Olds. He'll never get them yeah, one right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. ain't got a clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
And and how many when you change the dwell by four degrees, how much does it change the timing? Four degrees. Four. No, it doesn't. He told me that. No, <laughs> I'm going off what he's no. told me for years. No, he just told you four, but that's not true. <laughs> okay, and the and the and the dwell is the amount of time the points are. I ain't got a clue. I think it's open. No. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> we did overfill it, and it was the O-ring. Yeah. As soon as we got past that, uh, we were aerating the oil up. Yeah. But we overfilled it. Once we got the oil level above the O-ring, then we start sucking the oil, and everything's fine. So now we got to pull the pan and put an O-ring in there. But yeah. it had nothing to do with the top end because we still had a problem that we fixed with the top end, but eight pounds yeah. of oil pressure, was we couldn't give it back to them. No, so. no that's bad. Yeah. Anyway, so... So you think you know everything, huh? No, I don't know. Kurt, Kurt I and I are going to bury you for the rest of the two hours. We're going we're gonna to be making sure that we know that you, what you don't know. Do you know what a 53 Pontiac looks like? Ain't got a clue. Do you know what motor it had in it? Ain't got a clue. Good. <laughs> That's Mark and Kurt. Mark? <laughs> wait, wait. We did points whether they're open you or for, closed. You forgot metering plates on Holly carburetors and stuff. We'd oh, go there. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, it's two Mark and Kurt, two to Jeff, one. We'll yeah. give him one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give him one. 602 You know what people are saying? We, this is a bunch of boys that are hiding in an outhouse in a farm, uh-huh. drinking their dad's uh-huh. beer, and they're talking about cars. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. I'll probably get in trouble for using bad language, but he still makes me mad. <laughs> and you know the the call on the welcome general, to my world, uh, Mark. <laughs> the, the conversation goes like this: Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Jim, the general manager. Yeah. Um, Mark, um, did did we have something that happened this Saturday? Jim, just go ahead and chew. <laughs> just go ahead and tell me what you're going to do. How many shows am I suspended for? Uh-huh. You know, all that kind of stuff. And and uh, and one time uh, he actually called me and he says, no, I'm not here to complain. He says, I thought that was great radio. He says, I was even laughing. He's probably not going to laugh about the word pissed. <laughs> no, he's not going to laugh. <laughs> but it's okay. I've said it twice. And if you're going to get in trouble for one, then go ahead and use it again and again. <laughs> and it's, uh, but anyway, it, it, it is, I think the message that we're trying to drive home is, is you get a second opinion when you have a big ticket. Yeah. You can't yeah. call them and ask them for an opinion. Now, if somebody comes into the shop and wants a second opinion on an engine, What's the charge? You're gonna quote a range, or are you gonna go listen to it, or drive it, or what? If there, if it goes into the shop itself, okay, where they want us to actually do something diagnostics, mm-hmm. then it'll be a, a, you know, your sixty-five to one twenty-five somewhere in there. Okay. If it's something where they said I got this noise, uh, often Jeff will go for a ride with it, or or if if Eric's free, we'll send him and then ride it around the block. Then we'll determine if they have a problem that needs to be checked or if we can answer their question right there. Okay. Looking and smelling and driving outside the bays is what we most of us do for nothing. That's what we do for nothing. You're not going to, I tell people boldly, you're not going to take my tech for the next 30 minutes. No. I mean, that ain't happening. You better be able to make it happen. We're not going to drive until it does happen, and you're not going to keep my tech. No. So I you, go around the block, show them what the noise is, and then come on back here. Yeah. And then we're going to tell you, well, we're going to need to lift it up. We're going to need to spin a couple wheel bearings and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. But there is things that we do for nothing. Yes. If the noise is there, 
just pop the hood, and if it's there, we can usually find it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah and if they pop the hood and you see three guys take off running, you know it's a bad one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and especially if they're running for the fire station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, hey, and, and speaking of that, um, what were we just talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, underneath the hood? What I, I was going to ask the the uh, grasshopper here a question. Oh, the 468? Or, or, or are we know. talking about holly metering plates? We could do that. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what the biggest problem with Holly carburetor metering plates is? The power valve. No, that's the, that. <laughs> you're right about that. that usually, the was bigger problem. It was Holly. Hey, that's the third. <laughs> He's I, dancing around it, Mark. I want to tell you something. I hate that carburetor. I do There too. is no way you can look good. There is no way you train them out, change them out to a spread bore. That's the way. And guys come in and they go, oh, I got a Holly 850. Well, that's a step backwards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? The one thing about a Holly on straight line acceleration, they're yeah. hard to beat. And you can change jets real quick. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's right. So so basically what you're saying is, is my wife is a great lady uh, two and a half minutes a day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, she's drunker in a hoot owl and she flirts with all my buddies. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, metering plates. What's what's the deal with metering plates? Grasshopper doesn't know. <laughs> they get warped. The warpage. Uh, yeah. And now, it, you know how you check to see if they're warpage? It's leaking <laughs> fuel. Yeah, it does. It leaks fuel. <laughs> yeah. But it could be a gasket, too. Yeah. All right, you just rub it on a piece of sandpaper on a flat workbench and see. Now, is there anything you can do to those? You we, tell me. We take. We put them on a metal stand on the press. And we put a piece of wood on top of them, and we just crank down the press. Now, we tell them, we're only going to, I'm either going to straighten it or I'm going <laughs> to break, break, break it. <laughs> so I'm going to bid these parts to you, and you just thank the Lord if we're able. Now, there's been time, it's like a chiropractor. It's, I mean, you, you, you go, and, it, there's, and you think, oh, I broke it. Well, you put it on, and it's not broken. It's straight now, but it's not broken. But you're still going to bid yeah. the, the the metering plate or the yeah. bowl or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, well, we've had fun for this first hour, but we're going to have another hour after that. And uh, I think we should talk about... Um, Grasshopper's uh, relationship with his wife. And, uh, <laughs> that might get you in trouble. No, it ain't going to get me no, in trouble. It'll get you in trouble. <laughs> no, it won't. No, it won't. And, and, and it's okay if it does. You know, uh, trouble is, my dad used to say trouble is his middle name. 602-508-0960. And some people listen to us outside the uh, Arizona area, and they can call 888 960 Ninety-six, ninety-six. That's toll-free outside of Phoenix. So if you're listening on iHeartRadio or something like that, we'll get you just as quickly as we can. But we're still paying for the uh, bill ourselves. So I got Kurt here from Kurt's Auto, Jeff from uh, Kurt's Auto. Oh wait a minute, your name's Eric. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> but actually, his name's Grasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> and so six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Did he say one? He minute? said one minute. Uh, you know, I would. I was going to give it back to you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because I was looking at the clock. Why are you pantsing your head? Why are your pants? On, is that what he just That's said? That's what I thought it Why are your pants on your head? Why are you pantsing your head? Mm. <laughs> oh, I think that he don't think you're paying attention, Mark. Uh, do you know where that commercial is? Do you know what that no. is? A father is teaching his daughter how to change the wax ring on a, fo- on a toilet. <laughs> I want to tell you something. There ain't nobody teaching me. <laughs> 
change a wax ring and on the ha- toilet. Have you ever seen a wax ring? Yes, I, I have. It, it is, a, it is a, a model of what's gone down the throat of the toilet, okay? And there isn't big enough gloves for me to wear. And he's teaching his daughter to do that. Oh, boy, is that an ugly thing. 602 five, I'll get it this time, Eric. <laughs>